You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Glad you're back to our Teach Me the Bible podcast. My name is Tim Webb, and I'm here with David Klingler. And David, we have the blessing. And we don't always say this. I don't always reference it. But this is a tremendous gift. Yes. A tremendous blessing for us to, to be able to do this. Um, I'm just, I just want to remind our, our listeners, um, this is something that I think, well, they don't get to see this part. But uh, just the time in the rocking chairs on, yeah. your, on your back porch sure. and, and just chewing on the word and and just uh, I'm so thankful uh, for being I have to hear this more and more so our, our new listeners um, we've got some young listeners who who are joining in with us I just want to remind them and encourage them I, I've I've been needing this back and forth forever and I continue <laughs> to learn so I want to encourage them sure. to stay with us yep. and and it's not a bad thing to go back and redo and right. rehash because you and I both have said and and you've told me even after twenty years of this, how did I miss that? Oh, absolutely. How did I miss that? And so you know, last time in our podcast, uh, Jesus asking the question, "Have you not read?" I'm going. <laughs> apparently not. Apparently not. You know, as you said last time, yeah, apparently not. I haven't read this, and let me read it again. And so today we're back in chapter 19. Last time we were talking about marriage and just the the devotion and the, the character of God that's revealed in that. Uh, and so now we're moving into uh, the, another, uh, the second part of this chapter. And so what's what's Matthew doing here in chapter 19 as he makes this shift yeah so this this section is you know it's often called the rich the rich young ruler and mm-hmm. and uh you know it's interacting with the uh the the question of can you earn your way right can you mm-hmm. earn your way uh into into heaven or into eternal life and and so it picks up in verse 16 and behold one came to Jesus came to him and said teacher what good thing shall i do that i may obtain eternal life and Jesus said to him, why are you asking me about what is good? This goes back to the Old Testament. Uh, uh, God is tov. God mm-hmm. is the definition of tov, of good. Uh, and he's revealed himself in the Old Testament, in the law as tov. He says, mm-hmm. there's only one who is good. But if you wish to enter eternal life, keep the commands. I love this answer. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said to him, which ones? <laughs> Jesus yeah. says, Okay. Let's start with this. How about this? Yeah. You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Um, uh, most of these come right out of his Sermon on the Mount, which he's already taught I, about. I was right? say, he says, yeah, he's already said uh, and, and what he said back there, his mm-hmm. conclusion was, um, you've heard it said, but I say to you, and as he continues on mm-hmm. into, chapter, into chapter 5, therefore you are to be perfect as your heavenly mm-hmm. Father is perfect. Right. So which commands? Yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. And you are to keep him perfectly, right? Um, honor your uh, father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. <laughs> and the young man said, all of these I have kept. What am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, if you wish to be perfect, there's the word, we translate yeah, complete, but yeah. it's teleos, it's perfect, right. right? Go and sell all 
of your possessions and give them to poor to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. But when the young man heard this statement, uh, he went away grieved, for he was one who owned much property. Uh, now, what's going on here? Yeah, I was going to ask you a question there because it's almost as if, without saying it, he's broken the greatest commandment. Uh, loving God. I mean, he's got a lot of possessions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his attachment is to his to his stuff. Yeah, yeah to yeah, his stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you know what? What the character of God revealed through the commands, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not murder, commit adultery, steal, bear false witness, honor your mother and father, love your neighbors yourself. This is the character of God. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying is, I have the character of God. Okay. Right? By saying all these things I've done, he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I, I, mm-hmm. I have the perfect character of God. He says, okay, well, if you have the perfect character of God, then do what God does. He give. gives all he's got. Give, right? Yeah. Uh, what does uh, it cost God to give? Well, it's going to cost him his son, right? He's going to clear out heaven for you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, if you have the character of God, let's see it. Out. This goes even further. <laughs> he says, well, I, I don't have the yeah. character of God. Yeah, yeah you don't. Yeah. Right? Now, that's not a shock. No. None do right, uh, and so um, you know, and so the righteousness is not something that's earned. Eternal life is not something that's earned. You can't check the boxes and get it. It is only granted uh, through faith, mm-hmm. right? And so, mm-hmm. and so Jesus is uh, te- now. Look, um, you'll hear people say, "Well, you have to sell all your possessions and give it to the poor." Well, <clears throat> the problem with selling all your possessions and giving it to the poor is that that makes you poor. <laughs> yeah, and whoever you give it to, they're, now they're rich, and so what do they have to do? They got to sell all their possessions and give it to somebody else. Give it to, uh, and and then you're trying to figure out how does that work in Deuteronomy chapter 15 when uh, your poor brother, one of your countrymen in any of the cities where the Lord is giving you, if he's in need, uh, you're to lend to him sufficient for his lack, and mm-hmm. uh, of course uh, every seven years that that lend turns to give, the debts are forgiven. Um, and so you're to give to him sufficient for whatever he needs, and beware lest there be this base thought in your ear, saying the seventh year of the year of remission is near, and your heart is hostile towards your brother, and you give him nothing. See, here's the problem. Uh, it's it's that you're not caring for your brother, right? Mm-hmm. You see your brother over there, right? This guy is claiming to love his brother as himself. It's okay? Let's put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. He says, I'm not willing to do it. Then you don't have the character of God. And so— you need to recognize that righteousness is imputed to you. Eternal life is a is a gift, and you need mercy. Mm-hmm. And so, when the young man heard this statement, he went away uh, grieved, for he owned much property. And Jesus said to his disciples, "Truly, I say to you, it is hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God." And uh, the disciples, when the disciples heard this, they were very astonished and said, who then can be saved? And looking upon uh, them, Jesus said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Now, uh, the Pharisees thought that they were blessed financially because mm-hmm. they followed God, right? They they had this reciprocal uh, theology, and, and this goes back even to in the last uh, passage about uh, uh, about um, marriage, right? They thought that if they served God, God would bless them physically, financially, temporally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, 
Uh, I serve God, God does stuff for me, right? And this is basically Satan's theology in the book of Job and Job's friends, right? If you Mm -hmm, serve the Lord, he will bless you. Uh, If you have sin in your life, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, then he won't bless you, okay? Well, we all have sin in our lives, and he blesses us anyway. He causes the rain to fall on the righteous and the wicked and all Mm -hmm. that, the sun to rise on the... uh, uh, And so... um, this guy thinks that the reason why he is going to get this eternal life is because he checks all the boxes, mm-hmm. right? Right. And uh, and because he checks all the bo- uh, the boxes, you know, he's the rich man who's checked all the bosses, uh, boxes. Therefore, God is blessing him, and uh, he's being asked to sell the very thing that he thinks is the reward for his obedience. Mm-hmm. This is Pharisees' theology. This mm-hmm. is the, you know the rich young ruler who walks in. Uh, he represents the Pharisees' theology. And saying, nope, you have to recognize mm-hmm. you're poor mm-hmm. so that you can be rich. Blessed are the poor in spirit, right? You, you've got to recognize that your riches don't matter, right? What is it for a man to, uh, you know, uh, gain the whole world and lose his soul? Mm-hmm. And so, so that becomes problematic for this guy. And so he says, well, and the Pharisee, or, and the the, the, the Pharisee's theology is matched by the disciples. They said, "Well, then, Lord, who then can be saved?" Yeah. Um, and Jesus looked upon them and said, "With men, it is uh, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible." God can help the rich man to realize his riches are not true riches, mm-hmm. right? Um, do not the Gentiles hunger and thirst for uh, food and clothing and shelter? shelter. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hunger and thirst, uh, you know, seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. See, the way that you get uh, to kingdom blessing is get to the kingdom. And the only way you get mm-hmm. to the kingdom is for the king to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so right. pray this way, right? Yeah. That's back in right. chapters right. 5, 6, and 7. And then Peter answered and said to him, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then shall will, will there be for us? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, uh, that um, you who followed me uh, in the generation when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or farms for my name's sake shall see, uh, receive many times as much and shall inherit eternal life. But many of those who are uh, first will be last, and those who are last will be first. Okay. Uh, now that last verse, verse thirty, mm-hmm. many of those who are uh, first will be last, and last will be first, is going to introduce the very next parable. So that statement walks right into the next okay. story, which we're going to pick up next time. Yeah. Uh, if you look down to chapter twenty, verse sixteen, uh, thus the last shall be first, and okay. the first shall be last. Okay. So whatever he's doing in between chapter uh, nineteen, verse thirty, and chapter a 20 verse 16 is explaining what he's just so said with that to last that. is first mm-hmm. versus last. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we'll pick that up that. Uh, next time. I want to uh, point our attention though, back uh, to, to this previous verse. This is in verse 29. You know, if everyone who leaves, you know, all of this Houses stuff yeah. will uh, inherit uh, eternal life. Uh, it reads a little differently uh, in, uh, uh, in uh, the, um, uh, the uh, the Gospel of uh, of uh, of Luke, uh, in the Gospel of Luke, it says this. This is in chapter eighteen, 
Peter says, Behold, this is chapter 18, verse 28 of the Gospel of Luke. Peter said, Behold, we have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I say to you that there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children. Same thing. Mm -hmm. For the sake of the uh, kingdom of God, who will not receive many times as much at this time and in the age to come eternal life. And so there's at this time added in here. And so... Uh, so many will say, "Well, wait a second. You know, you know, he he doesn't mm-hmm. mention that at this time um, uh, shall receive many times as much and ha- inherit eternal life." That's how it reads in uh, chapter nineteen, verse twenty nine of Matthew. Mm-hmm. And so the receive many times as much is he still? Re- I think he's still referring to at this time and eternal life. Now, what does it mean at this time? Now, um, when you come to faith, um. And this goes to so much of what we've been teaching before. You become part of the body of Christ, members of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. and so you you receive many times more. You know, before salvation, I have uh, one brother and one sister by birth. You know, my brother mm-hmm. and sister. Uh, but when I come into the body of Christ, how many brothers and sisters do I have? Many. How many uh, mothers and fathers, and how many? Mm-hmm. Uh, many times, how many much. places and how many homes, and mm-hmm. this you're you're now part of the the body of Christ. You've been brought into the body of Christ, and you receive many more times in this age, mm-hmm. and in the age to come, eternal mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's how we ought to treat one another as brothers and sisters, as fellow heirs, as what's yours is mine, what's mine is yours. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you see your brother need you help, mm-hmm. right? Because. Mm-hmm. Um, because our hope is not in this current age, in this current time, in this uh, time where we have these current possessions. And that's the problem with the rich young ruler. He's got his stuff now, and he thinks he's got his blessing now, and he's got his all of his you know life now, and, and he's being asked to give this up. You need to sacrifice that now mm-hmm. for eternal life. And you say, I'm not willing to do it. Right. This is my stuff, mine. And I'm going, whoa, that's, that's really... Wrong theology. Yeah, and I, I think that's the problem, as if he owns his right. stuff. Right. And I, when we come into the body of Christ, we are not our own. I mean, I, I think right. that's the big deception. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. act as if this is our kingdom, this is our world, yeah. this is our stuff. Right. And the moment you breathe your last, yep. well, <laughs> yeah. where's that's your right. control? Yeah, uh, we uh, we bought a ranch out here in Brenham. Mm-hmm. Um before we bought it, it belonged to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And when we're gone, it will belong to somebody, somebody else. else. So do we own the land? No. <laughs> you don't no. own the stuff. You don't, right. you don't right. own your own, the very breath, right. the next breath that you take. Right. Everything that you have is a blessing from the Lord, is a mm-hmm. gift from the Lord. through his, yeah. But for the purpose of you using it for the building up of the stewardship the body and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so this yeah. is pretty basic stuff you and i both know the older we get that breath becomes more valuable <laughs> oh yeah yeah and labor <laughs> like, right right yeah so yeah. yeah so so it's just uh you know uh the the um i think also the, is is this is a phenomenon you you watch uh, always happen but these these old guys have a different perspective than the mm-hmm. young guys, at mm-hmm. least the old wise guys. Well, yeah. Old yeah. Wi- not wise guys, but wise men. Yeah. <laughs> not the, old wise not guys. the movie, yeah. wise guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but old old wise men, because yeah. they've come to realize, because yeah. they're not idiots. Right. They've lived a little bit, and they come to realize this whole thing's heading towards the grave. Yeah. And that, and that that's a blessing. 
It is. Uh, that that heading towards the grave is is a it's it's a mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're sorrowful that you see where this thing's headed, but it also keeps your perspective very clear. It does. That this thing's heading towards the grave. And in the stuff that you have, your health, uh, your your possessions, all of it, it's all mm-hmm. going away. You know, I, I, again, you said it's a mixed bag. Uh, being a pastor and being in ministry, being able to walk with many people through death's door. It's a. It is so. And I don't mean to sound trite or even sick, but to see a person who has understood, who has gained that wisdom, and see how they have steward their affairs or things yep. or relationships, and then get to that point where they're getting closer to death. Yep. There's incredible peace. Yep. Very different. Very different. Yeah. And I've seen both. I've seen those without the peace. That's right. And it's tragic. Yes, it is. Horrific. We were at a funeral just recently, um, and uh, Dr. Bayless's mm-hmm. funeral, and and the lady who was administrating the funeral, the gravesite service, mm-hmm. she said, boy, the difference between believers and how they grieve and unbelievers is really mm-hmm. a stark difference. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to hear her, mm-hmm. her say that. If if we don't have any hope, then then we you know we wow. shouldn't be willing to sell our stuff and give it to the poor, care for others, right. or... You know, we ought to be trying to get as much as we can get, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, just so we can have more stuff, right? But it's mm-hmm. a fruitless endeavor. Uh, but if resurrection is true, resurrection of Christ is true. That changes everything. Amen. Yep. And so that's what the rich young ruler mm-hmm. fails to realize: that eternal life. Um, you know, the, the the stuff now is irrelevant in relation to the eternal life that's yeah. coming. Yep. Well, David, thank you for helping us with this and uh, look forward to the next time. So I uh, trust our listeners will keep uh, staying enduring <laughs> with us, persevering go. with us. So yeah. thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.